0: Welcome to the CGOB Sports Show podcast. On this episode, we talk to Blue Bomber long snapper Mike Benson on his new contract extension, why he loves playing in Winnipeg. Plus, we'll talk to Jeff Scott, Southwood's club manager, because the Manitoba Open has been named the 2022 PGA Canada Tournament of the Year. What does that honor mean to him? You'll find out on the podcast. Let us... Welcome into the show, Mike Benson, long snapper for your Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Yesterday, it was announced that he had signed a one-year extension to come back to the team. Mike, how are you doing tonight?
1: I'm good. Uh, thank you very much for having me, and uh, pretty excited to be back in the city for another couple of years.
0: Did you have all your Christmas shopping done?
1: <laughs> I heard you talking about that, and uh, I would. You're not the only one. I am equally as unprepared as you are. Um okay. I might might start thinking about what I should be getting people in the next couple days. And maybe uh, I'll go this week as well and uh, venture into the mall and see how that
0: fares for us. Does having a contract extension make it easier for you to do Christmas shopping?
1: <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like the expectations of Christmas and the gifts are going to be there regardless of if I have a contract extension or not. But um, you know what? It does make it a little bit easier knowing that uh, I'm going to have a place to work next year, and um, it makes it even easier knowing that I don't have to leave home uh, to go to work. So it makes it that much better.
0: So for you, was there ever any thought of not signing in Winnipeg?
1: Oh, that honestly, that uh, that thought never even crossed my mind. Um, you know, Winnipeg's home. The last two seasons. Playing for the hometown has been absolutely incredible. Um, the friends that I've been able to make on the team, um, it's very much like a family setting. We have a, a great group of guys. And uh, no, definitely leave, leaving the city was, uh, was never even a thought that crossed my mind. So I was just hoping that they mutually had that same thought. And they did. So it worked out.
0: Did the talks start soon after the season ended? How did that go down?
1: Um, well, you know what? Um, it took a little, took a little while. I mean, well, not even, I mean, the season ended, what, about a month ago. Um, so, you know, about, about three weeks or so ago, we've kind of started, or yeah, about a week and a bit ago. So three weeks after the season, we started, uh, my agent started going back and forth a little bit and, and, uh, kind of getting the talks going. And, uh, we're lucky that it was a, it was an easy talk and we got things done.
0: So for you then, how would you describe your experience as a Blue Bomber since coming back here a couple of years ago?
1: It's um, you know what I I don't get that question enough because I've you know I'm going into my eleventh or twelfth season in the CFL and uh, you know I've played in Edmonton for a couple of years, BC for five years, Ottawa. So you know I've been I've been on a, a fair share of other teams and I've played with you know, incredible athletes. And I've been, you know, coached by a hall of fame coach like Wally Buono in BC. And, um, you know what, nothing, nothing compares to, um, what we have going on in Winnipeg. And honestly, it's probably sounding cliche to all the fans and everybody that's kind of paying attention to the bombers as of recent, because everybody says it, but, uh, No, it's, uh, it's absolutely, it's, it's, it's magical what they have going on from, you know, from the top, from Wade Miller, uh, to Kyle Walters, to coach O'Shea, you know, they've designed a team that just, um, you find amazing athletes, but you find just incredible characters as well, just um, great human beings. And that makes, you know, going to work that much easier. It makes building trust that much easier. Um, so, you know, out of all the teams, and places that I've been um this is by far easily my most favorite um
0: easily winning also i'm sure makes it feel pretty fun
1: yeah you know humbly speaking win- winning is also great um that makes uh that makes going to work every day a lot easier and it makes keeping or deciding to keep your job a lot easier as well so
0: however this year he didn't win at all. He got very close after a, a remarkable regular season, best in franchise history. Have you gone back to watch the Grey Cup yet?
1: You know, I haven't uh I haven't sat down and watched the TSN copy. Um but I have watched, you know, the special teams aspect and some offense and defense and um you know what? There were a lot of positives and there were some negatives and you know, I think the most important thing coming out of, you know, that that championship loss is you know, how are we going to improve moving into the next season? How am I going to get better as a player and a teammate to help contribute to my team to hopefully go back to the championship game again next year and uh, come out on the, uh, the other side of the, the uh, ball there?
0: You were part of the pivotal real final play where the field goal gets blocked. Uh, Mark Leggio had a chance to put you all ahead and maybe give you the win. It got blocked. Have you looked at that? Have you broke that play down?
1: You know what? I have, I have. And um, you know what? There's a, there's a lot of you know positives out of it. And then, you know, unfortunately it's just that one play where someone snuck through the front line and um, it's no one's fault in particular. Um, it was, it was, we had a great operation time with myself, the holder and Mark Lagio, you know, it's just one of those things where somebody, there was, you know, an an odd number against a single number and someone slipped through the cracks and it was one of those unfortunate things, and um, that's, uh, that's sports. That's sports, unfortunately. But, uh, you know, there was also a lot of positives for special teams during that game, too, that people just seem to not forget or not remember. You know, Janarian Grant returning that amazing, that amazing punt return. Um, our coverage teams were working really well that game. So there's a lot of positives coming out of that game as well.
0: When you hear, I'm sure you, you're aware of some of the feedback from fans, that, you know, there's a lot of... Dislike for the performance of Mark Leggio. There's whenever there's a kick that doesn't happen, there's always going to be hate for a kicker. That's football. Do you feel defensive about that? When you, I mean, he's part of the battery that you spent a lot of time working with.
1: Oh, absolutely. Um, Mark Leggio is an amazing kicker. Um, a lot of people will say that he's young, but how he conducts himself is is like a seasoned vet. I mean, you know, his punting drastically improved this year. His field goals drastically improved this year. Um, he was one of the top punters in the league, and doing all three facets of the kicking duties um, as a younger kicker is ex- extremely challenging. And how he performed this year, I thought, was uh, honestly like all-star caliber. His punts were amazing, um, and you know, for someone who's going into their second year in the league, having that much asked of him, I thought he performed extremely well. Um, so sure. yeah, I do. It's uh, it's it's tough when you when you hear all that outside noise harping on one individual. Um, But, you know, Mark is, he's a great athlete, he's a great kicker, and uh, he's a professional. Um, So, you know what, I thought he had a great season, despite what uh, everybody happens to be saying.
0: In your experience with him, how has he demonstrated the ability to come back after performances where he's missed some kicks?
1: Well, you know what, I mean, everybody conducts themselves differently when they make an error. Um, Obviously, your goal is to make no errors, but when you do make a mistake, um, he handles it like, you know, I've worked with Paul McCallum, who was a 27 year vet um, in the CFL as, a, as one of the best place kickers the CFL has ever seen. And, you know, you look at Mark Leggio and his work habits and you look at um, an absolute, you know, Hall of Famer like Paul McCallum and his work habits, and they're almost the exact same um you know you make a mistake and he comes back he watches the film he learns from the film he he, he, you know he makes a diagnosis and then he he goes to practice day one to work on that mistake so that it doesn't happen again um so you know what he doesn't dwell too much on it he acts like a real pro i gotta give him that
0: so how do you improve your game in the offseason as a long snapper
1: you know, uh, great question. Um, I still train like a linebacker. So I do would do when we get on the field, I do all the linebacker drills just to make sure that my speed is up there. Um, you know, I can move dynamically. Um, all of that is there. And then in terms of snapping, you know, it's just, it's one of those things, it's kind of like riding a, a bicycle or doing, a a wrist shot, if you're a hockey player, or, you know, a basketball free throw, golf swing, all those kind of things. It's just, it's practice, 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 coming down to a routine and being consistent. So, in regards to snapping in the off season, you know, I just make sure that I, I constantly keep a rhythm. You don't over-snap because you don't want to wear and tear, right? Quarterbacks don't throw 80-yard bombs in the middle of the off season. You know, they kind of taper up and work their way to, you know, game-ready, type volume and i do the exact same but i just most importantly i just make sure that my body's healthy right i get in the gym um i'm constantly working on strength and just working on being a dynamic athlete
0: Let well, you go on this Kyrie wilson it was announced today and signed an extension as well he did not play a lot of the season unfortunately had an achilles injury that ended his season in week four but what have you learned from him uh, in his, your time with the club that he's been around too
1: you know what uh kyrie amazing signing uh re-signing by us kyrie is an incredible outside linebacker um and in terms of a person and 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 as a character he's a great human being um i think it's a great asset that we're bringing back um and you know what like from the minute that he unfortunately had that injury to you know the minute that we kind of parted ways postseason he's so positive And, you know, if a lot of people could go to learn um, from his attitude towards the injury and how hard he's been working to get back on the field, um, it's super admirable. Um, He's, you know, in the weight room every single day. He's in the therapy clinic every single day, you know, getting everything that he needs to get done to get back on the field for training camp. And, you know, he's certainly on his way there. And I got to give him all that hard work and positive energy that he brings in um, is incredible to see. And we can't wait to have him back.
0: Mike, appreciate your time tonight. Thanks for this chat, and uh, congrats again on the New Deal. Merry Christmas, and get that chopping done.
1: Hey, that's great. Thanks so much for having me. You guys have a great holiday.
0: That is Mike Benson, long snapper for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, joining us tonight. Let's talk golf, shall we? I know you look out your window, you're not thinking golf, probably, or maybe you're dreaming about golf, but at the PGA Tour's annual tournament meetings last week, In Arizona, PGA Tour Canada announced that the Centerport Canada Rail Park Manitoba Open was the 2022 Tournament of the Year. The tournament, which dates back to 1919 and played as a PGA Tour Canada event from 2013 to 2019, returned to the tour schedule in 2022 following a hiatus because of COVID. It earned its Tournament of the Year distinction as organizers created and operated a tournament that provided memorable experiences for everyone involved. And at every tournament level, enhancements positively impacted all involved, according to the tour. Whether it was fans, sponsors, players, or volunteers, Jeff Scott is the club manager and chief operating officer at Southwood, where the tournament is held. And I caught up with him earlier today. Started by asking him about the importance of receiving this recognition and how much it means to him.
2: Uh, uh, quite a bit, actually. You know, there's there's uh, so many people involved that put in so much hard work. So always nice to be recognized. But real testament to everybody who, who worked hard to make uh match open sort of bring it back to its former glory and rate right sponsors to donating $115,000 to true North youth foundation, to our volunteers, our volunteer chairs, members who give up the course. So really, uh, really a nice, uh, feather in our cap and, and, uh, really, really humbled and uh, privileged to, to receive the award.
0: I'm sure this isn't why you do it to get tournament of the year, but at the same time, uh, I- is this does this kind of reinforce the idea that what all the hard work that you you and your group have put in has been focused on the right things?
2: Yeah, absolutely. You know, we uh, we made a commitment to have uh, a premier event. Uh, you know, to do a lot of good things, and it was everything from you know uh, our pro am um, was over the top, and and people loved that. We had the our 17th old, the Castle Mortgage Party Zone um you know we had birdie beers and things like that and stands on the the par three uh emulating the um waste management in our own small way um vip experience our fan experience uh we treated the players really well that was part of the criteria you know we fed the players um had physiotherapy even had haircuts on site for them uh they're busy guys and uh, so even that was you know just an added bonus for them so you put it all together it's nice to to put it all together and and have a uh, have a great event that uh, that's recognized for all of those things.
0: And does it mean extra coming out of COVID, first time the tournament had been put on in a few years to be able to knock it out of the park like this?
2: Yeah, definitely. You know, we uh, we had two years. Uh, it kind of helped in that we had two years to kind of plan and sit down and and uh, come up with a vision. Uh, but also, you know, it's tough to get volunteers back and it was tough to, uh, you know, talk about a tournament that hadn't been played in, in, uh, three years, uh, with the two years of COVID and the one you're waiting to, to have it in August. So, um, definitely, definitely pleasing to, uh, put it all together after, after a layoff.
0: Back in the summer when the tournament happened, what was your feedback from players, from people that attended about the tournament?
2: Uh... Well, if you recall, the, the biggest thing was just getting the tournament going because we had uh, a deluge of rain and we right. were, we uh, couldn't play the, the Thursday. So our guys did an amazing job um, getting the course back back into shape. So uh, we knew from 2018, 2019 hosting that the players love the golf course. They love the length. Uh, they love that they can hit driver. Um. all all the good things the way we treat them and things like that so uh, the hardest thing was just getting them out there on, on the friday after uh, working you know 24 hours just getting all the water off the golf course
0: and so looking ahead to 2023 then obviously still many months away but how deep into planning are you now
2: yeah right right up to our eyeballs again you know we've got um our, our, the Centerport Canada Rail Park title sponsors back. Uh, we've got Free Press back. We've got, uh, course, which CGOB and Power 97 was very, uh, supportive of the event. We've got a lot of our sponsors. Just, they almost signed up like the, the next day after the tournament, just knowing that they had a great time and it was great for their clients or great for their employees and things like that. So lots of planning. Just came back from the PGA Tour meetings where we were, uh, won the award, uh, and have lots of great ideas and things that, we want to do to make it uh, bigger and better for 2023.
0: And those meetings were in Arizona, right?
2: Yeah, I got to go down to Phoenix for four days, so nice little break.
0: <laughs> Did you golf?
2: Uh, no, I didn't get a chance to golf. Unfortunately, uh, the meetings took up most of my time, but I was able to uh, be outside
0: in 18-degree weather, so that was worth it. So when you're in a province like this, where you can only golf for you know half the year, basically – how, d- does that give you extra time to to focus on putting out a great tournament? Just because the season here is shorter.
2: Yeah, it's always been. I've been doing being a club manager for a long time, and it was always one of those great questions members would say, like, "What do you do during the winter? You must have all this time off." But actually, club managers and and people organize tournaments. That uh, this is the best time, you know. There's there's less to do on the golf course. Obviously, clubhouses were still open, but obviously less going on. So it's great planning times. Great to just sit at your desk and, and work for eight hours without interruption and and plan and make calls and and uh, get things ready for the upcoming year.
0: So in terms of uh, well, outside of the planning of this tournament, what's kind of on your, your plate on a daily basis during the winter?
2: Uh, like I say, we're still open. We've got our winter parks. So for our members, uh, they come and we've got Toboggan Hill. We've got a skating pond with Zamboni and walking and cross country ski trails. Uh, we've got a big event for the members tonight, uh, lots of dining, things like that. So it's uh, still keeping the members happy and engaged. you got the golf sims going. There's four guys down there right now playing our, our golf men's league on the sims. So still lots going on. But again, it's time to get uh, ready for, for next year.
0: On the golf simulator, those have definitely burst uh, in, in on the scene the last number of years for sure. How much has that changed people's ability to just... St- stay up to speed and especially in a winter environment
2: yeah perfect like to your point you know we get to be outside and golf six months but you know uh, you want to hit the ground running you still want to see your friends you still want to enjoy the camaraderie of uh, your fellow members you still want to hone your game so that all comes together on, on the golf sims and it's been a real boon for us it's allowed us to stay open through, you know, people can go and, and walk and and uh, toboggan in the weather when it's nice, but it's also being inside the clubhouse and and uh, keeping your game going so that you're ready when, when we do open up at the end of April.
0: I do know that you can play pretty much any course on a golf simulator. Can you play your course on a golf simulator? Yeah, That's a good question. Uh, we don't have it on our golf simulator. It's not part of it. I know that
2: on video games, there's been some Southwood has been designed and, and you're able to play Southwood on some of the video games. But uh, no, we're, uh, our guys are enjoying Pebble Beach and St. Andrews and courses like that. So it's kind of a nice uh, nice treat.
0: Fair enough. All right, Jeff. Well, appreciate your time today. Thanks for this and congrats again on this big honor. Great. Thanks, Christian. Appreciate it. That is Jeff Scott, club manager, chief operating officer at Southwood home of the Manitoba Open, which this year was named the Tournament of the Year by PGA Tour Canada. Well, thank you very much for listening to the CJOB Sports Show podcast. If you like what you heard, guess what? You can hear more every weeknight on CJOB from 6.30 to 9 p.m. Of course, that is when the Jets are not playing because if the Jets are playing, then I don't have a show, but I'll be part of the pre- and post-game coverage. Anyway, thanks again for tuning in. Subscribe if you'd like. We're available on iTunes and other places I'd imagine. So farewell until we meet again. So and thanks for all the issue. So sad that we should come to this. We try to warn you over. Here.
2: You may not share our intellect, which might explain the